Welcome to the Dildorks, dorky discourse on sex, dating, and masturbating. I am Billy Lore, I am a sex educator and porn maker, and I've tried to do this intro like four times, because I have a very different voice than I normally do. I'm a bit sick, y'all. Uh, we're gonna pretend it's husky and sexy, and the, the, the little gremlin giggling over here, tis... Tis my boyfriend. As you may have guessed, Kate isn't here by the chaotic intro. That's how you always know. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself, boyfriend. They know who you are. Um, uh, I'm I'm boyfriend. Uh, my <laughs> name. <laughs> um, I'm Dee Darkholm. I'm a porn person and your boyfriend. And I do think your voice is sexy when it's all like you know. I mean, I don't really call you sexy, so that's just an odd yeah, word. But your I, I I find your voice quite fuckable when it's all squiggly. <laughs> and that's what it is right now. There are so many words in that sentence, and I'm just you know we're just gonna. <laughs> We don't have time. We're just going to blow past so this episode. About, yeah. <laughs> so this episode's nope. about. This episode is about free use, um, which also is, might be what my evening's about. We'll see how. They've had no indication. <laughs> no indication. The professional journalist is off this week. Bear with us, y'all. Yeah, but we've been talking about this a lot lately because it's a thing that we've been curious about exploring more, and we wanted to take time to like kind of figure out where both of our heads were at with it, and kind of what we find fun about it, and like. I don't know, whenever we try and explore a new thing, we like getting really nerdy with in our own thoughts about it, because we're, we're like, like this. You listen to my show, you know who I am. <laughs> you know. Um, and we thought a fun way to do that was to have D interview me about this on the show, because this is a thing they typically top for. And not that negotiation has to be, like, top-led, uh, but it, I don't know, suited this conversation for us well. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously we'll be hearing their thoughts as well, but... Yeah, so, I don't know, I guess I hand the reins over now. Ask me a question or something, dude, I don't know. (laughs) The reins over, there's a pony player in the room that we haven't introduced, and now I have their reins. Anyway, um... Kate loved that joke. Kate is. <laughs> I was just sitting here like, oh, he can't even. Nobody can even edit that out because I have no transition from it. That joke's just sitting there. <laughs> anyway, no, Kate loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to interview you about all kinds of filthy things that I want to know where your head is about, and also give my opinions on them because I can't not hear you talk about filthy things and not give my own opinion, um, mm-hmm. even when I'm listening to your podcast alone and you're not in the room. Um, that is true. Yeah, yeah, I got to, yeah. you know. So, um, free use. This is a fun phrase, and it's, you know, a thing that a lot of us have heard of, but in case we haven't, when someone says free use, what kind of scene do you think about? How would you define it? What's it look like, taste like, smell like? <laughs> Um, so I think of it as, it's actually, it's not a phrase that I was like super acquainted with until recently when it became kind of trendy in kink talk, TikTok, whatever, and all of that. Um, but like when, as soon as I heard it, it, made sense for a category of play that I was already familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hadn't labeled it necessarily in all one cluster. But I think... So, like, the the clearest thing that is coming to mind is, like, distraction games or whatever of, like, someone having assorted sexy things done to them while they are doing something else. And... P- 
possibly ignoring what is being done to them or not. Um, and I, te- I also tend to think of it as a drawn-out thing that happens uh, over the course of, like, several mini-scenes over the course of a couple hours, mm-hmm. over the course of a little bit of time, right? To show that, like, sex can happen at any time interspersed between other activities, right? So to right. be able to do that, you need enough space to have the other activities floating around in there. Right, okay. Right? Yeah, and then I guess, like, overarching through that is the vibe that, like, the dominant has permission to do anything, or the top for the scene, whatever, has permission to do anything within the bubble of permission that we're playing with, right? At any time within the time window that we've created, right? Right. So the idea is that I can be walking around my house, laying around my house, doing whatever, and at any point, the person who is topping me for this can either start fucking me or just, like, playing with my holes or doing whatever they want to do because their pleasure is the priority regardless of what else is going on. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And that's a lot of, uh, particularly when you said that free use was more just a, oh, that's a, that's, a phrase that make, that's a phrase that makes sense for this version of a thing that I've heard of and that I'm into and find hot conceptually. That's kind of my introduction, discovery, feel like how I came to it as well. Yeah, no, that all makes sense. That's really hot. And well, actually, so no, what you just described, I find hot because, you know, we're similar kinds of perverts. But what exactly about it is hot to you? What mm-hmm. you just described is, you know, a, a container for a scene. And what about putting a scene in that container is hot? I like, particularly, I think, where I ended my little ramblings on the bit where it is like, we've decided in this container that the top getting off is the top priority or not even getting off Mm because one of the things i like about this is like the idea of someone just like idly playing with my holes with like their fingers in me or something almost like a fidget like just because it feels good right or having their dick in my mouth just like because it feels better than their dick not being in my mouth. I don't know. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right? But, like, I'm not really... I don't know that I'm going to come right now. I'm, like, watching TV and, like, I don't know. I came a couple times. I'm kind of tired, whatever. But, like, still feels better than not. So, you know. Like having a favorite snack. Like, no, this is not going to be my dinner. But, like, I yeah, I want some of these chips. Right, exactly. I'm going to have some chips. Sure, why not? not? You know, yeah. Um, And, like, the idea that even a marginal like passive like bit of pleasure is more important than whatever i could possibly be doing in that moment in that container is quite fun yeah um there's a bit of objectification quite a bit of objectification in there that i find hot as well because often when i'm imagining it there is also a degree of ignoring my reaction or indifference to them unless they are amusing unless i'm doing a thing to elicit a reaction then (laughs) that was cute whatever Uh right um but like otherwise i don't know whatever um so that degree of like objectification and disinterest in my desires or whatever is also quite hot to me so blending those things is fun and i like the way that it takes sex and like sprinkles it throughout normalcy Mm -hmm. um in the same way that like when i had a vanilla job and i would be sexting at work like i liked the energy of like oh i'm in this like normal thing and no one knows no one else knows this like little bit of sexy thing is going on too um and this feels 
adjacent to that um, in a way that is also really, like, interesting and fun to me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because, like, especially, I don't know, um, I find a lot of what you said particularly hot. And there's also a layer of, um, we have damn near constant access to each other. Right. Um, and so sex can happen whenever, well, theoretically. Um, <laughs> right. is it, but also, so can another episode of the show that we're really excited to watch. And so can literally anything else. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of having just like a, uh, a period of time where there's literally no reason not to insert thing here. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm on a roll. Uh, <laughs> if I make enough dad jokes in the podcast, do I get to be daddy tonight? That <laughs> <laughs> might be how it works. I'm not sure. I thought about whether I was going to say that and how rich you got is my reward for doing it. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. Um, I was going places with that answer. I had a segue Sounds like you're going places now. <sighs> um, what did I say? Oh, uh, yeah. At any given point, um, there's no reason to not. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I just can. Um, and there's a little bit of like... Uh, <laughs> Is it the is it the id that's the little gremlin energy or the ego? I took philosophy one hundred and one many years ago. I'm gonna go with id. I think, I think it's yeah. id. It's mm-hmm. the fun, It's the word I like more. It's yeah. the better sound. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna say my id. Um, don't at me if I'm wrong. Uh, it's like letting my id out for the evening because, like, at any given point, you walk by and I'm like, I want to bite his calf muscle or. I want to put my tongue directly into his butthole just the way he is, like the way his leg is right there. I just want him to freeze and I just want to slip my tongue into his butthole. And sometimes Um, they do. And when they say slip my tongue into his butthole, (laughs) they mean because his ass is like spread in a particular way that I know I can do it without touching him at all until I am touching his butthole. (laughs) Gotta tell y'all, that's a feeling. Suddenly, really like I, I wasn't sure where my boy was, but now his tongue is inside me. Anyway, <laughs> he makes such a good noise. So anyway, at any given moment, I, that thought happens at any point during the day. But like, no, he's walking over to go get some ice cream, or like, nah, no, we're we're in the middle of watching this thing, or I'm doing a. But you know, if it's if it's a if it's in our free use container, it's just well, I wanna. Uh-huh. And that's just not how life works any other time. Uh-huh. Um, and it frankly makes me feel particularly desirable that like at any random instance, you're like, ooh, this is a thought that just randomly crossed my mind while looking at you. Like I get to, cause you're not going to sit down and shit. Like sometimes you will say them out loud, <laughs> even less you're going to do them if we're not in this kind of container, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. you do if you're feeling particularly gremlin but like, you're not going to do them, you're not going to say them, but when we create this container, you not only have an excuse and a reason, but, like, all... I don't love the word should, but I don't have another <laughs> one to put in there. Like, almost should be acting on all of these impulses. Right, that's the game. Right, exactly, because you want to be interrupting in X, you know, X number of times and you're only going to have X number of ideas. So you want to take them when they pop up, you know? Right. And like, so that's part of the container and like, 
it gives me an opportunity to be like, wow, this is crossing your mind this many times. Like, wow, you're thinking about all these different things, like whatever, <laughs> even if I am also shrieking, because again, tongue inside. <laughs> yeah. I and- don't know what my cunt do. They're just, <laughs> suddenly their tongue is just gently poking my g-spot like no <laughs> i mean i uh, go to billylord.com and you'll see how easy he makes it i just <sighs> listen i right there uh yes to all that jesus um you know i can't how do you interview when 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 you say something hot and then you have to say more words afterwards i know it's a challenge i don't I hate this for you yeah anyway <laughs> So yeah, Gremlin Container, um, I get to do whatever I want to you. It's very hot and fun. Um, are there... Well, well, yeah, actually, I do have a question for you, because I talked about how it can help me feel like particularly desirable and objectified and like a little thing and violated is a good one on there, too, mm. like in a sexy way, depending on the container that we're creating. Uh-huh. Like, that's a good one. So the, like some of the clusters, the ways that I like to feel bottoming, but I'm curious... It's not a thing I have done a ton of topping for or am super interested in topping for. So I'm curious what, like how you like to feel and what's fun and hot about topping for this. Um, So it's funny because this is like, I don't know that, I don't know. I want to say maybe five years ago, five years ago, if you'd asked if topping for this kind of scene would sound like a thing that would be particularly hot for me, I don't know that I would have been able to like give a solid answer as to why, even if I was like, that does sound kind of hot, but I'm not really sure. And I can't really see myself doing it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, because like I, over the course of topping more and leaning more into ways I like topping and frankly role-playing different flavors of topping has given me a lot more I guess words and thoughts about this and like also uh yeah so spending more time exploring topping and exploring what exactly is hot about topping and uh there is a flavor of things that are hot to top for because like I know what bottoming for that feels like and it's Uh hot to be doing that to someone else and Uh like that's deeply incredibly fucking hot to be able to make someone feel as good as I know I have felt uh-huh. um that's mm-hmm. uh and <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> quite scattered and I put my hand on their thigh that I just want you to know that's what that sat that that's what that sound was that interrupted <laughs> the middle of there I cannot affection you mid-podcast no, you you're, gonna make, you're gonna make explicit sounds <laughs> I give you a single affection. I didn't know. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. No, I'm a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so there are things like that that are hot to top four because I know how hot it is to bottom for that and to do it well, and doing that well is just hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are other things that are hot to top four in ways that, like, are completely unrelated to even necessarily how I would bottom for it. Yeah, um, you don't tend to resonate much with like how I talk about bottoming to it. I like it yeah. doesn't seem to appeal to you a ton, and that's not it appeals to me in a completely different way than you. Right, and that's not usually how kink works with us. Yeah, like I do find the way the the, the sev- lots of things about the way you find bottoming to it hot hot like we have a lot of Mm -hmm. kidnap and being like those sorts of things like being uh just in a cage and taken out to be used and things yeah love all that but like you know there's other i don't know facets about it um that i like bottoming to that are very unreal but like so get to the topping bit um Uh first because that was a question (laughs) um 
I would say for bottoming for you, you're interested in it in a very particular container, and usually as like a like scarier kind of like a, a, mm. a particular scene. No, I like being like a very. I like the. Uh, Yes, that and um, I like being embarrassed and interacting. I'm not super into ignoring. Mm, uh, I don't want to yeah. be. A, I'm not super into being a bottom who's ignoring unless I can be ignoring badly and that's hot. That's but fair, I don't yeah. want to be able to be convincingly ignoring. It's just not hot to me. I'll get bored. That's um, fair, yeah. So like I much more like to be a reactive receiver of mm-hmm. free use things. And part of me reacting is part of what's hot, whether yeah. I'm like, oh, stop one. Okay, sorry. Or whether I'm... I'm like just a, the horny little thing who's just like the second you touch me, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, yeah. whatever version of it. I want to act out yeah. what receiving that use feels like every time. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then for topping. And then for topping, um, I am quite into being ignored mm-hmm. while doing whatever I want. It, there's because, you know, being ignored while doing something someone told me to do, not fun. Zero out of ten. Hate that. <laughs> Um, don't, well, why'd you tell me to do it then? If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna look at me and, and tell me I'm doing a good job, stop it, stop it. Uh-huh. Um, but being ignored while doing something to someone that they ostensibly might not even like are either indifferent to or might even be mildly annoyed by the fact that it's happening or anything is that's just. But I'm just gonna keep doing it because I can. Mm-hmm. That's hot, and honestly, wouldn't want to bottom in that way. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I like the fact that it doesn't matter that it's uncomfortable or that it's inconvenience. Um, I like that it's going to happen because I want it to happen. I like that I don't have to, it is very, it is very hot to me to, um, rather than think about times that it would be more convenient to do a thing, the concept of thinking about a time where it would be very inconvenient for me to do a thing is fun and freeing and hot. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when the person I'm thinking about it is someone who I, whose mannerisms and preferences I know quite well. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, the, sometimes my brain just gives me the perfect time to gently tongue your G spot, um, <laughs> without at all encountering any, uh, the rest of your body. And I just, You'd be so upset. I w- it's true. I would. And I will. Uh-huh. Later this evening. We've I'm talked sure. about it too many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's upsetting. Um, and the problem is, the more turned on I am, the easier that is to do. Because uh-huh. my hole is, you know, holing. And G-spot just... <laughs> I'm going to get you a like, shirt that says hey. the hole is holing. No. Oh, my God. Maybe. I can wear it with my hoe cake shirt. You can... I'll get you a yeah, short shorts that say, mm-hmm. yeah, amazing. Okay, for context, because I can't just drop that again. <laughs> I went to the South, Tennessee, um, at the, this past weekend, uh, and and got a shirt. Well, my father bought me and my eighteen-year-old brother matching shirts that say "hoe cake." Um, <laughs> nothing else. Just, just bold white letters, "hoe cake." Yeah, like, mm-hmm. because that's it's it is a it is a food that they serve there. Delicacy. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it was yummy, but you know, the meat was better as barbecue place. Um but yeah, no, nothing else about the shirt. And my dad was like, oh, Yeah, I'll buy y'all the hoe cake. I didn't think I'll I was buy my buy two homosexual sons a hoe cake shirt. Yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't think this is what I when I woke up this morning, I didn't I didn't think I was gonna buy my sons a hoe cake shirt, but uh <laughs> Yeah, I'll get them for you if you want. And we were immediately like, Absolutely. Anyway. 
I very wanted to text you. Real father. Very wanted to text you. Like, tell my my Christmas present. Put that on my Christmas list. Tell him. (laughs) Tell him. Anyway, we and we got to the table, and he's like, "You gotta, you gotta take your hoe cake shirt back out and take a picture next to the hoe cakes I ordered, so you have a good picture of the shirt next to the cakes and everything." And I was like, "Thank you, Instagram, real dad." (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I'm picturing the picture that you showed me as you say that. Oh my god. Anyway, still no good segues from my father back to free use. But here we are. Uh, Suck about hanging up. Fuck me later. And just forget about everything we said earlier. I had another bit. I had another bit about fucking you in a toppy wave this. Hold on. There was there. Mm. What did I say? Oh, you not you just doing whatever and me being uh-huh. inconvenient and the gremlin if I want. Yeah, because you hot. don't often have space for that. No, I'm I'm often the opposite, just moving through the world. Just that's right. just how I live my life is what would be the most convenient way for this person to experience me. Right. Working on it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, I am trying not to do that in an everyday life, but like on a, for, for, for X number of hours, like at, in my boyfriend's living room, <laughs> what if I just don't do it at all on purpose? I just turn the switch off. That's just okay. fun in a way that makes my dick hard, apparently. That's very hot. That all makes sense. You said exclusively in my boyfriend's living room and it gave me a version of of this scene where I am sprinting into like into the bedroom and like but first in the in the kitchen being like no you can't get it you can't get no it's mine right now you are only for use in the living room and okay, I have a very means, open floor plan that means I get to drag you into the living room to then use it just would the, be the chaos yeah yeah just, we'd have to anyway, move the rug we would and we would have to actually define the rooms in this very We'd have open to tape floor it plan off. place. Yeah, that's a future scene. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, oh, and the other version of this that I quite like, that's quite different, um, is I really like uh, the idea of uh, topping in a way that this is this is my this is my little thing. Uh, the the mm. more the much more objectifying version of this, the version of this, this isn't like. I get to do whatever I want to my boyfriend, like the version of this that is, I get to do whatever I want to this little creature guy thing that like Mm -hmm. I have in a cage, or I get to do whatever I want to uh, my my friend's younger brother, um, who's not going to say anything because he wants me to think he's cool, or, Mm. you know, and so he's just going to let me do whatever, and, you know. Uh, And those are more like role-play versions of it. But like, or even just like, I'm going to do whatever I want to my tiny boyfriend because he can't fight me off. And that's what we're doing, even though I'm, you, you could take me. Um, <laughs> Give you a run for your money, at least. Um, but even that version of it is a different version of it than just like, mm, hot and down, I get to put my dick on the boy whenever I want. Um, uh-huh. And that's also very hot. Uh, more just, yeah. I get to do whatever I want to this thing because it's my thing the same way I do whatever I want with my phone. Yeah, when you really turn the objectification dial up on this fantasy for me, you wind up... uh, The two versions of this that I find particularly hot are the first being a, like... We keep referencing the kept in a cage kind of thing. Mm -hmm. We're very big on either, like test subjects or kidnappies or whatever Mm -hmm. kept as a pet creature type thing in a cage and like treated as less than human and as part of that used as some kind of sex toy yeah um 
and what <laughs> kind of uh, what that'd do to a brain and that kind of flavor of subspace mm-hmm. um, is one that we enjoy playing out. And there's also another version that, for me, I fantasize about that is less the like big sadistic baddie dehumanizing actual people uh well actually not always less that sometimes there is a bit of overlap but there is also a version that is like decadent and like my brain is giving me decadent and luxurious but like those are too fancy of terms um i feel like there are no words for just, like, enjoying pleasure that aren't either decadent or, like, slovenly and greedy and, like, whatever. Um, but yeah, like, no, I know what you're, I know what vibe you're saying, though, and I feel like I do have a word. Um, <clears throat> because, like, I don't, like, ah, decadence all implies some degree of, like, wealth or shininess to it or whatever. And I know, but, like, in a more, like, well, in the hedonism flavor yeah, of words, that's yeah. what, like, yeah, like, and I, it's, like, frankly, it's because that I have a, a particular layer of masculinity over it, usually, too. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, dudes doing dude things, but watching TV or playing video games or drinking or smoking mm-hmm. or, like, do you know, whatever kind of dude-type dude thing sounds fun for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the same way you imagine that dude, like, jerking off into his fleshlight or something, having me around. Yeah. Right? And, like, so it's not, like, you know, gorgeous delicious meals. It's, like, no, getting, like, bar food and potato chips and, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. the kind of... Yeah, but just stuff that... You, it, it just feels good. It's just nice, whatever. And, like... Yeah, I don't know, and, you know, spending all day watching movies and playing video games and jerking off intermittently throughout the day. Right, and you're just the thing I need to do that. Yeah, exactly, and the idea of, like, literally just kind of being tossed aside and lay there with, like, my holes out, and, oh, you just kind of pull it back over and jerk off into it again and kind of toss it aside, whatever, like, Mm -hmm. that is the other flavor where, like, the objectification is turned up to 11. Yeah. Right? Possibly, maybe you prop me up and it's like, oh, it looks pretty over there like that. Yeah, just leave the hole like that, and when I walk by, I can touch it or whatever, sure. And that flavor is particularly helpful when I also don't really feel like being a person because Mm -hmm. I'm just alone with my thing. I'm not, like, I am not fucking my boyfriend well i am jerking off onto this thing i'm humping a pillow i'm uh-huh. and like the ignoring you parts are also just kind of ignoring me like i go pretty just empty brain when we do that too right. which is like a unique way to top not much i don't know there aren't many things i top for that uh, uh encourage me to just kind of be head empty and have a dick that's usually a bottomy feeling um so yeah it's yeah and hot the top that way because i like i know topping can often feel kind of performative to me not necessarily in a like this is fake but Mm -hmm. in a like i am structuring a kind of thing that's happening like i am reading a kind of thing so that is requiring some degree of external performance to make things happen in the ways that i want to yeah or even to objectify someone like well you got to be a person if they're an object right yeah but i'm a person who's not just just here not really here alone in his room whatever right not being perceived right exactly and that's kind of the thing like there is like (sighs) 
I don't love the word lazy, but like the in the way that like what is it the the John Mulaney thing where they when you ask adults what did you do this weekend and they go nothing. nothing. I did nothing Absolutely at all. Absolutely nothing. Like that flavor of lazy. If they're like, no, I, did, I I had a lovely lazy day. Yeah. Right? Like like that lazy song that Bruno Mars sang that everybody sang for a summer. Probably, yes. Yeah. Sure. I don't think it had fleshlights in it, but my version does. <laughs> and, and and the fleshlight is my cunt. Anyway, mm-hmm. next question. <laughs> that, was, that was a whole, yep. Uh, I'm, I'm interviewing. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional. Um, go. Okay, so we've we've spent the first half of the show just just talking about all, all the hot bits about this and you know, me being flush about this for some reason. And then I'm asking you. Um, so if we are going to negotiate a scene about this, what are some of the important things that we should discuss when um, deciding we're going to do a for you scene? Well, first and foremost, this is CNC, right? Like, yes, we, we should, I, I, CNC I, is consensual non-consent. Yes. So, like, I. Imagine that's implied at this point, right? But, like, I do want to say that explicitly here. Um, and we've done several episodes on that, so, like, it's worth going back and looking at other things we've had to say about that otherwise, too, because this is, like, a broad and nuanced thing, right? Um, and it is a thing that you want to negotiate relatively thoroughly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the questions we asked each other early on here are actually pretty important, right? Yeah. Um, Especially with a kink like this or a phrase like this that, again, I've seen going around. I, I don't think I'm making things up when I say it's going around like kink talk lately or whatever. Yeah. yeah no, I, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen, more than I am. I mean, I've seen it more on Twitter. I feel okay, like. yeah. Yeah. That's also true. But definitely seen it. Um, but like, it is worth getting clear on what like this actually means to you because it's a much fuzzier thing like flogging is pretty much always gonna mean flogging right like there is some nuance in there but you you know yeah um whereas this i think people can have a, a wide range of definitions around it so just starting off with like what does this look to, like to you? What are some of the most important aspects to this for you? Mm-hmm. How is it going to, how do you want it to feel? What do you imagine this looking like, right? Um, I have a question I mentioned in a lot of my workshops. Um, that is, uh, is there anything that would ruin the scene for you if it happened or anything that would ruin the scene for you if it didn't, right? So thinking about like, what are the key crucial parts every time you imagine this, that those things happen, I think is going to be really useful. Um, I think talking about how you're expecting to react, right? Are we talking about totally ignoring someone? Are we talking about, like, poorly ignoring someone? Are we talking about getting distracted in the middle of it and suddenly now we're fucking, right? Am I eventually into it? Am I kind of fighting back and, like, Mm -hmm. pretending I'm actually not into this and pretending to, like, be neutral about it, right? Um, like there are, there's a pretty wide range, um, and that's going to feel very distinctly different to the top. So I think talking about for both of you, how you like to feel, um, how coerced this wants to, you want this to feel right. Or how physically forced or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, some of that, yeah, exactly. Some of that tone in there is going to help you kind of set the vibes for the scene for lack of a better term and then 
like that's a lot of emotional stuff in the practical side of things also talking about okay what is the container this exists within right Mm -hmm. how many hours this is going to be or is it is it only in the living room right like is it only when you're wearing this piece of clothing right maybe if you come out wearing your collar or a necklace or your hair in pigtails or braids or something right like Mm -hmm. you have a thing that you signal ah i am choosing to turn on the free use light switch and i have just done that and we've negotiated what free use generally feels like and you know whatever Like, whatever that is, but where is your container going to exist? Mm -hmm. Um, And this kind of comes back to the what would ruin it if it happened, if it didn't happen, or what would ruin it if it did. But, Mm -hmm. like, is there a minimum and maximum number of encounters, for lack of a better term? Mm -hmm. And kind of what defines an encounter, right? Yeah, I think that's smart. And, like, I mean... In, in with an encounter, yes, free use could mean anything, but what does anything actually mean? Right, right. Like, it, are there things that, like, what is actually the window of permission here, right? Mm-hmm. Are you fucking me in the ass for this, or are we just using my front hole, right? Are we doing oral, are we, you know, all of those things. Like, mm-hmm. what is the actual permissions? Um, and also, like, will it feel like... Am I going to feel great if you, like, slip your fingers in my pants and play with my dick for, like, a minute or two and then walk away again? Or is it only going to feel like for use if you have, like, bent me over and stuck your cock in me? And, like, what I want to feel is, like, from zero to suddenly sex and then suddenly Mm. not again. Mm -hmm. Right? Or do I want, like, just I can have permission to be touched anywhere at any time, right? Right. Um, And, like... Is there an upper limit and lower limit on, like, frequency, right? If we're talking about, you know, we're playing for five hours for the rest of the evening, am I like, if you do this 10 or 15 times, that's every half hour or more. I don't know that I can, like, that's just fucking all night. Right. That wouldn't feel like free use anymore. Mm -hmm. Or the other way around, like, if we get to the end and you choose, you get used once or you don't get used actually like Mm. would that feel like rejection or is that hot in the they had open choice you know what i mean yeah yeah especially if you're putting it in a container where there's you know a a signal that it can i'm going to choose and opt into this as frequently as you would like if that would be hot for there there'd be times where it doesn't happen and you just don't know right exactly different things like that no that's a really particular to this particular kind of CNC, I feel like that line of questioning of like upper and lower limit mm-hmm. um, to bottom, because there is, you know, uh, I feeling rejected bottoming to this would uh, particularly, you know, that's, that sucks, you know, because right. you're doing it because you want to, uh, you want to feel desirable. Exactly. Whether it is, you know, as a person, as a thing, as a whatever. And so if you were equating being used without, you know, any regard to your, uh, whatever you feel like doing or whether you're washing dishes or what, mm-hmm. um, if you're equating that with like, yeah, and that would, that, that's, that's hot for me. And that's how you show me I'm hot. And then it doesn't happen. You're like, Hey, wait, Hey, wait, Hey, wait. Right. Um, but on the other side of things, mm-hmm. like, I'm also a person who fetishizes denial Mm -hmm. and like likes edging and likes being told, Mm. like likes being teased and then not getting the thing and likes having to wait for things. Right. And I like being surprised by things too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, 
there it's quite the balancing act, right? Being a person who fetishizes denial and has quite a bit RSD, the re- rejection sensitive dysphoria for folks who aren't. But face it, I don't like. I'm real tender when I feel rejected. It it it's upsets me quite a bit. Yeah, spiral um, a little bit. Yeah, and I see it in places where it doesn't even exist, mm-hmm. which is super fun for me. Love that. It's going great. Anyway, working on it, but um. So that's certainly the balancing act, right, of, like, I can imagine, yeah, like you said, a reality where I am, I just have the opportunity to, like, come out in whatever, you know, little collar or whatever means that I am a free use thing. And, like, some nights I just don't get free used. And, like, if... There were enough other opportunities, like if that was a drop in the bucket and a small percentage of the scenes that we had, right? That could be hot, and it would meet. It would make all of the other scenes higher stakes because right. it would mean there's a chance that there's not at all. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like there is a possibility that they just won't, which means like any scene after the first time we just didn't. I it would I, it would be like oh gosh are they gonna well is, is it gonna right like yeah it feels a little bit like the change in watching. I'm saying this because you particularly will appreciate this. It feels a little bit like the change in vibes in watching a TV show the first time they like kill a main character or like do something like a little fucked. Yeah, and you're just like oh it's oh, that we, kind of we'll show. We'll do that. Oh. Oh. Oh, you'll kill you'll kill a baby. Oh. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then for the for the entire rest of the show, you're just a little bit more on the edge of your seat cuz you're like, no, this show can't be trusted. They'll just they'll just do it. And it's a little bit more like any scene after that, I'd be like, "Oh no, this top could he might just they might just not." Oh gosh. <laughs> and it's just it, it would add that little bit of extra suspense. Yeah. But it would be so easy for that to also make me spiral and like right leave me feeling undesirable. So I which don't know. It's interesting and terrifying. Yeah, which is like I'm like no, that's a very 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 good question to ask for this sort of thing because uh, you don't always know it. It's very applicable to this. Oh, and yeah, related to that, related to okay, what actual you know uh, activities or whatever are we allowed to do? Or use my butt, whatever. Um, there is also like. What are your actual expectations? Like, yes, I'm a, I'm a free use little hole and everything, but like, obviously, then you're going to make me come at some point. Like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to use my mm. hole all night. Or like, is it, no, don't make, like, I, I, I would prefer not to come actually, unless you particularly want to. I'd prefer to just be used over and over again and not come at all. Maybe we fucking come later tonight or I jerk off about it later or something or mm-hmm. whether it is, whether or not you come is one of the surprises and you don't want to know you want to yeah. want it like i feel like that's a big one because that could easily be ending a scene where your hole's been used raw over the past eight hours and uh just my dick is right here though by the yeah. end of it i'm i mean i'm not that person but i can very <laughs> see that person yeah um yeah i'm very much of the like whether i come or not i would like it to be a problem for me that's what i've got for <laughs> you <laughs> Um, I don't, I, I, it's up, it's up to you, but it would not, none of it would be for or about me. Yes. Right, exactly. Uh Like, uh, it's the, the version of this fantasy, we're getting explicit again here, but whatever, the version of this fantasy in my head often has like, no, no, 
I am made to come because that's the pulsing function on the toy. That's uh-huh. the thing that makes it. No, I want it to do the thing that it does when the, no, it feels really good. I, I know you've done it a lot of times. It feels really good though. Anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that whole thing. Yeah, love that. Except slightly hornier than that. <laughs> no, it's just like that. Just like that. <laughs> um, no, just, just like that. Which button makes it do the thing? Where's the instructions? Okay, well, I mean, now that you've described all these quite very good uh, scenarios to interrupt and things around it, and that's all very good. But what are some actual activities that would be good to uh, plan to do when you plan to possibly be interrupted during a free UC? And I mean, I keep talking about are you just the trying kitchen. To plan the rest of our um, evening. I mean, listen. Are you if just you asking me what we're doing later, <laughs> if you could point and gesture at the general areas in your home while explaining it, that would be helpful to me. This is an audio medium, though, so it wouldn't be helpful to them, but, like, I would not mind, you know. So I think the sweet spot of what you're looking for when you're planning an activity for this Mm -hmm. is something that requires some degree of precision, Mm -hmm. and it can be noticeable when that precision is not achieved, like, quickly and easily noticeable when that mess-up happens. Mm -hmm. However... Any mistakes are not going to be dire or catastrophic. Right. Right. Um, so things like video games, right? Where, like, no, you, you'll start dying and the game makes such annoying sounds when that happens or the thing will vibrate, things will happen, it's right? very funny because that would be a very catastrophic example for some people I know. <laughs> oh, no, fair. <laughs> right. Certainly depends yeah. on the game and the circumstance. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> I would thought because um, it's funny because you start saying things like video games. I was like, where you're gonna be pissed if you like actually lose, and you're like, where like you know you're gonna like kind of lose a little bit. And I was like, oh yeah, the way I video, right? Mm-hmm, true, mm-hmm. right? Well, I- <laughs> so here's the th- the video game. You can reload another save file. Is oh, the thing, yes, right? Like this isn't this. This is the difference between am I playing a throwaway save file on a game I know quite well, mm-hmm. or am I playing fucking Dark Souls on hard mode <laughs> while I'm trying to get this platinum that I'm going for live on Twitch, right? Like, we're not, we're not, we're not doing the most stressful version of these. We're choosing the version that, It would be stressful for me to fuck someone doing that. I know. Anyway. Imagine the soundtrack. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, so playing music, I think, is another good example, right? Or uh, some degree of, like, Maybe art or drawing or something like mm-hmm. the person distracting them may not be able to see both, but like something that de- like if your person has a particular art skill, whatever mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. right? Um, whether it is the music or the other thing, something like that might be easy to do. Um, cooking, we've mentioned quite a bit. Uh-huh. Maybe not cutting things. Yeah, no, no, maybe no, not no. deep frying things. Uh-uh. Right. Um, but certainly simple meals and things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, maybe cutting things. Like, you could fuck me while I cut things. I, I was could just, not fuck you while you cut things. I was just, listen, I was just actually thinking in my head about the times in which I wouldn't. I was like, well, I probably wouldn't when he was doing, a, like, multiple pieces, like, breads that he has to, like, you know. Because, like, yeah. if, if, if he's got a, you know, the, the rising, and it's got to turn into a large boy. And, and things. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I would either have to keep an eye on the timers anyway. Yeah. But... I don't know. I, I, what got lost is because you were talking about bread and my thing was still at like, no, I could, 
if I you fucked me while cutting, we'd be fine. If I fucked you while cutting, somehow we'd wind up at the end of Scream, and you'd be like, I'd be getting stabbed multiple times. Not even you wouldn't like slip and cut your finger. I, we would both wind up bleeding out at the end of it, and I don't know how it would happen. Um, you'd be Billy. I know, but boyfriend. Anyway, just had to find an excuse for your current hyper focus, just Thank to make you, you smile. Uh huh. Um, squeeze it in there. We should watch the second scream. Movies. Movies are also a really good thing, and TV shows, right? Particularly if uh, only one person has to pay attention to the show, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes we will do a thing that one of us has seen and the other hasn't, mm-hmm. right? A lot. Um, or like something that you're both somewhat indifferent to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do like a bit of lopsided focus because we want something that the person has to pay a little bit of attention to. Right. Right. So whether it is the top is paying particular attention to the show and ignoring this like very objectified bottom, this like hedonism kind of Mm -hmm. storyline that we were talking about earlier, or it is the bottom is paying very particular attention because they're watching like some cliffhanger of a show they care really fucking deeply about. Right. And all the top is trying to do is distract them from like seeing what happens. Mm-hmm. I would cry, um, depending on the show. If yeah. you ever did that to me while I was watching something for the first time. Oh, um, God. But. Yeah. That would have to be heavily negotiated. That would, yeah. I, <laughs> For us. <laughs> as I was describing it, I was just like, that would be a nightmare in a, I'm like, that's like, that's edge play. That's, that's like, exactly what my brain, that was like, oh, that would be edgy. That would be, yeah, we would have right. to. That would like, that's, yeah, that's on there with stuff where I'm just like, <laughs> with like heavy humiliation stuff and stuff where yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's a little emotionally risky, but like. It's almost scary in a hot way. Anyway, weird. Media is important. Media is important to me. Yeah, all of those. I agree. Let me think. I feel like another um, easy one would be, (laughs) oh, no, what? I was following in the theme of hobbies, like video games and arts Mm -hmm. and music Mm -hmm. and sports. Probably not sports. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on what kind of free sports. use football. Free use football. But if you're like really into uh, what's a foosball, you know, foosball. Could do that. Free use football. <laughs> well, that's ping the title pong. of the ping pong. You gotta move too much, don't you? What about golf? They certainly stand still. Yeah, it stands still. Hole in one. <laughs> Two holes. Three holes in this one. Anyway, <sighs> um, I uh, I had something to contribute aside from is that the third dad joke anyway that might be we can wrap it on the third dad joke if you don't have anything <laughs> important it's a it's a it's a good lead out it is a good it lead did, out. it may well hmm. I was gonna say it may have earned your daddy but obviously you need to be four oh no unfortunately this one I don't oh they don't actually know you I was like obviously they know you're obsessed with the number four they don't actually they <laughs> no. haven't met you that's like a that's probably like a Dildork's deep cut we've probably mentioned it in some episode anyway probably yeah no four is the correct number I mean don't they say four when they hit the golf balls and, and the, the balls and, and the hole there's a that's a joke in there but four is that a thing <laughs> I don't know it is it yeah is. look ah uh, I turned into a CBT joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I did. Uh huh. Proud of you. <laughs> Four. I did it. Uh, 
I'll give it to you just because I want you to be dead. Where can tonight, they? F- but we're gonna discuss this. Tell them where you can find you. I was gonna say where can they find you, friend? No, it's my podcast. I'm Fuck interviewing you. you. I don't care. <laughs> Promo yourself, bitch. You can find me on this fucker's website over here. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, in other places, you can find me at d underscore darkholm, which is d a r k h o l m e um, on Twitter and Instagram, and um, several uh, less clothed sites as well. Um, and it's impossible to miss me if you go to billylore.com or any of those places that he's about to talk about. Uh huh. I was gonna be real upset if you said all of them on. I had nothing to say. No. I am at billylore on Twitter and Instagram. They are real naked over on Twitter. <laughs> it's real good. And like considerably less naked on Instagram, but also real good. Um, and you, frankly, I'll be honest with you, the fun thing about free use, we do also like recording it often because <sighs> it's fun. And like, we are almost certainly doing a scene t- tonight after, because I'm sitting next to, I can see them. You can't see them. We're <laughs> sitting tonight. Uh, and which means there will almost certainly be clips on Twitter and eventually OnlyFans uh, of the scene that happened after this podcast. So, like, uh-huh. if that is of interest to you, at BillyLore on Twitter or BillyLore.com, where you can go and find whatever smut I'm putting out in the world. Uh, to, not to get this one, this one's not a, this one's Dildork adjacent. Um, but together, me and Kate, who I adore, <laughs> she's over at Girly Juice on the internets, uh, at girlyjuice.com. She's written a couple of books, and she and I are the Dildorks. We're at thedildorks.com, and at the, at the Dildorks on Twitter, at the Dildorks, nope, nope, I was gonna say at the Dildorks underscore. Mm-mm, no, that's no the underscore. Billy Lore one. No. Uh, Together we're the Dildorks, we're at thedildorks.com, at the Dildorks on Twitter and Instagram, and if you go to patreon.com slash the Dildorks, that's how you throw money at me and help me do things like pay my rent and eat food, uh, which is great. Love that for me. For $6 a month, you get access to our uh, exclusive Discord where we chat about all kinds of fun things, and then at $12 a month, you get access to our Patreon-only bonus episodes. Uh, I'm recording the next one tomorrow and it's gonna have like such interesting stuff on it i'm gonna be saying telling all kinds of stories about all the filthy stuff that i have done recently and have planned uh have no idea what they are but i promise you it's gonna be fucking great when i plan it in the half hour before i record it tomorrow (laughs) uh so oh god this is the part where i just stop talking and the podcast ends without me but i can't do that either you're good at it you did a really good job last time Hi, this is Kate just popping in to say we also wanted to say thank you to our top tier Patreon supporters, Nat, Argo, Amelia, Amy, MB, and Stabatha Christie. We love you. Thanks for the support. Thank you to Protodome for our theme song, and thank you to Amy at Starboots underscore on Twitter for our logo, and thank you to you for listening. Until next time, folks, get out there and live your sexy, dorky lives. Bye! Life. <laughs> a sexy, dorky life. We can, some people life, have multiple lives. lives. Listen. You know. I'm going to run with it. Oh, the uh, complete, no, the cat is approaching. No. No, honey. No, 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 The uh, Yeah. Let, let's make a wall of devices.
across my desk. Um, prop up all of them. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. We are recording. We are muted for a second. Look at us. We're making sounds. Try and make some sounds. See what they sound like. These sounds? Those sounds. These sounds. I can make More some sounds. of those. Yeah. What about louder sounds? Uh, well, I don't like this to you. Oh, don't do that. Don't make you don't, laugh on like my me, podcast. Don't tickle me on your podcast. It's not, we're not doing it's an episode on tickling. It's just the fastest way to make you laugh, <laughs> and I expect I will be doing a lot of that, so I'm testing the levels. <laughs> it's for it's for professionalism. You have to let me. You what have about? to let me. Okay, no, that looks good. I don't know that it does. <laughs> it doesn't look right. Kate probably hates us. Um, anyway, I'm just crying in a coffee shop I somewhere. just heard myself apologize to Kate when I listened to the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be doing a lot of that again. There's always a moment here when I sit down and Kate's not here. When I, and I sit down and I go, okay, My we're ready. Me Kate's voice. And then, yeah, we're ready. So I wait for the podcast to start. Oh, shit, I got to start it this time. I got to start it. Uh-huh. I don't, it doesn't start without me this way. Nope. Nope. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to the Dildor. Ah, no. <laughs> no, that was good. Run with it. I love it. No, that. I'm not running with that. No. <laughs> Whew. Puberty's a bitch. Ah. Welcome to the Dildorks, dorky discourse on sex, dating, and masturbating. Yeah, my voice is a full, like, octave level. Yeah, it normally is. I can't reach certain things. This is the husky after dark hours of Billy's sick, and we're doing the Dildorks without Kate. Ah. <laughs> Right. Take three. <clears throat> Welcome. <clears throat> nope. Oh my god. I don't know how to work with this voice. Okay. Last week I was recording in like teeny tiny shorts and my fidget for the week was just grabbing my thighs over and over. And I realized that about halfway through that might have looked weird on my shoulders on like, because she only saw the top third of me on camera. But that's all I had. Just grab fistfuls of my thighs over and over. Yeah. And then I looked over in the middle of this, and you were recording in short shorts next to me, and I'm doing it again because I also am. And, the, and that has been your fidget for this entire <laughs> thing. You're just grabbing fistfuls of your own thigh. I tried to grab a fistful of your thigh once. You made a sound. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, well, that's 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 why I like grabbing yours. I also do mine, but like uh, yours are yours are yours though. Um, <laughs> it's so, different. So it's so it's great and hot and great. Uh, mine are mine are fun. Mine are fun. Just poke your nipple. No. Anyway. <laughs> That's the exact noise I wanted you to make. God, that was magic. I get to hear that in a bloop, probably. Okay. Oh, I have one more question. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Thank you to Protodome for our muse for our theme song. That's the one I want. Yep. Until next time, folks, get out there and lead your that what the fuck? What's our outro? <laughs> We're done. I we're saying we're this done. is done. I did the thing. I did the fucking thing. Look at me go. Oh, I'm so sorry, Kate. Uh, let's go fuck.